previously last week on Cacti, the heroes looked, on, looked on in horror as Father Lucian was sucked dry by Strahd. Nice. And flagrantly flaunting the rules of the game, flew away like a bitch, taking the bones <laughs> of Sanhandra with him. Uh, various then saved the children from a hag selling her meat pie. While Cardius uh, looked, uh, took a stroll in the ethereal realm to Old Bone Grinder, a windmill being used by a coven of witches to grind the bones of Barovian children into their meat pies. After enjoying some exceptionally, uh, exceptional baked goods, you pocketed some gifts from the hag and passing a desecrated uh, shrine encircled by ravens, you slipped back into the ethereal realm and discovered a commotion at your return to the lake. Oof. Anthony and Farius, you both seeing a body getting dumped into the lake quickly rode out and rescued a young girl from drowning. Being drowned. Drowned? Yeah. She coughs cold water up and begins to shiver in your boat as you pull the restraints off her. <laughs> in the other boat sits a bloated red-nosed man holding a fishing rod in one hand and a bottle in the other, who looks over you with blurry eyes. Could have sworn I was giving I was waterboarding him, but Yeah, I was gonna say. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure right. I was holding him. I was shoving him underwater and back out, just trying to wash the drunk off, you know? That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yep. He comes back up for air, and you let him take a breath, and then back into the water. And he's thrashing about. While I don't agree with your methods, I'm sure they're effective. Listen, I'm just trying to get him sober. Shoves him back under the water, pulls him back out. <laughs> I'm aware of what you're trying to do. Very effective. I've uh, it's happened. I've, people have done it to me all the time. Very effective. Various <laughs> uh, smirks and just like I'm sure. Continuing to drown this poor, fat, bloated drunkard. He is not struggling very well. He is uh, not sure where his spins uh, start, and the water begins. So, you drown us more. I'm going to make sure the girl isn't injured. She's fine. Other than the blue lips and the pale skin, she's shivering quite violently, but you... Um, Taking her out of the water, she looks to have coughed up most of the water out of her lungs. She's breathing. She's fine. You finish removing her restraints. She's young, probably like a 13, 14-year-old girl, and from her clothing, you can tell she's probably one of these... I'm trying not to use the word gypsy. One of these, um... Just migratory? use it. Might, might as well. I'm not, <laughs> saying, well I'm not saying Romani. Romanian. She, in the context of the story, is a Vistani, which is a migratory individual who lives on the road. So, nomad? Nomad, gotcha. thank you. Nomad, let's go with that. Urban nomad. 
Nobad is a very noble word. Alright. Um, I will get her out of, like, the... Because she was in a slide, wrapped in a cloth, right? Right. The guy had racked her up in, like, a burlap sack, uh, tied up the sack with rope, and then throw her, threw her in the water. And you finish untying the uh, rope, the bindings around her, and pull the sack off her. Yeah. After doing that, I will take off my overcoat and kind of wrap it around her to help try to warm her up. Mm, that doesn't quite sound right. There's too many seagulls here in Barovia. Bats? Land, land of land of awful, awful things. Yeah, there'd be tons of seagulls. Like, have you ever tried eating a sandwich on the beach? <laughs> things vicious are vicious. Monsters. Might as well be vampires. They are uh, surprisingly aggressive, but you successfully warm up the uh, young lady. She uh, slowly stops shivering and looks at you with gratitude. At this point, you guys have uh, successfully rowed your back way, rowed your way back to the shore, and uh, kind of dragging, half dragging the limp and semi-resisting form of this drunk guy uh, back onto the shore in the sand. Anthony, you uh, kind of lift him up out of the water and then throw him back in. Um, underneath Farius's overcoat, which is normally a long sleeve black. Uh, suit uh, underneath is a white uh, t-shirt like a, a blouse almost and then a uh, a dark purple vest thank you I've... son of a bitch tried to kill me I'm fucking freezing my ass off thank you so much <laughs> any idea oh, why he was trying to kill you no I, I have never seen that individual before. I think he snuck up behind me. And yeah, the next thing I knew, I was in a sack and drowning to death. Thank you so much. I really owe you one. And Ferris is going to kind of set up a little uh, pit for a fire and use prestidigitation to light it. Wow, I'm seeing uh, some exceptional survival skills here. If this was uh, the the gold rush in Alaska and the Yukon, you would have been a billionaire. I'm telling you right now, Farius. Building fires, you set her down, warm her up. She immediately starts, uh, stops shivering, and you see the rosy cheeks, the complexion return to her, and the paleness uh, to her complexion fade away. So whereabouts did he take you? my camp is just over the hill there and she indicates up the lake a little bit you see kind of like this uh, hill area where it might have been a clear cutting you see a, like a thin trail of smoke coming up not more than a couple miles away he never saw him coming son of a bitch probably saw me from the water and, and hmm. at this point this uh, fat guy <coughs> coughs out a, a bunch of water and tries to get up to his uh, elbows and knees. Throws up a little bit. Well, I can remove the wetness from your clothes, but I cannot make, warm you up. Various will kind of flick his hand, use prestidigitation again to uh, clear the water from her clothes. 
Matt Preston is just useful, making fire, clearing water. I mean, that's that's legitimately helpful. There's, there's a lot of cantrips that are really useful if you use them in the right way. Yeah. Yeah, impressing this little girl with your magic, powerful magics. She begins to warm up, and she is looking a lot better. Turning back to this bloated, uh, the bloated drunk. Hey, uh, uh, what are you all doing? That, that, uh, that was supposed to be my good luck charm. I was going to get a fish, or that was going to break my streak, and you guys destroyed, you destroyed my luck. This is all your fault. Let me get this straight. You are going to kill this girl to catch a fish? I take, look, here's what I do. Here's my scam. I'll be honest with you. I'll lay it out. Here's my grift. I get the fish from this lake, right? I go to the Blue Water Inn, trade mm -hmm. the fish for wine. I don't want you taking this secret out, and I don't want this getting out just between you and I, all right? I, you spare my life. You could have the, the trick to my trade. This is the, my grift. I'm giving you guys pure gold right here. I So you're just wanting money for drink. Look. They offer really good prices there at the Blue Water Inn, and they have a pretty decent bitch elf. The, uh, and the god of the lake demanded a sacrifice. God of the lake? And with the sacrifice of this little girl here, well, I would have got a fish, and I would have been able to buy more wine. Perry just kind of hunches forward, rubbing his temples. Like, I can't believe this guy. <laughs> Varian says you... Character for Barovia. Oh, was that Anthony? Very, very good character for Barovia. Just in general, yeah. It's only a matter of time before Alex Jones ends up in a soul prison. <laughs> so, Anthony, Farius, as you guys stand towering over uh, this guy... I think his name's Bluto. Um, on the edge of the lake. Guardias, you arrive from the ethereal realm and you see this scene unfolding in front of you. This uh, drunk guy half throwing up, half coughing water on his hands and knees in front of Anthony and Farius and the small girl. Dry and warming up quickly by the fire. Ah, uh, um, hmm. I am not sure what you make of this situation, so I'll just kind of stick in the ethereal plane for a bit. As you observe the situation, making sure that everything's safe before making your way back to the material plane, you hear someone calling you in the back of your mind, a familiar voice. Hello, Pat. Hope all is well. Um, dear, and where the obsidian opal we gave you on your last visit, and fable tell Farius will be seeing him soon. Oh, is it a necklace? Find your pockets. You do find the jewelry that was given to you at the old bone grinder, and looking through the assortment, you see a beautiful black opal. And as you look at the stone, almost as if an eyelid rolling back, you see a eyeball looking back at you. 
the occasional click, 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 click <laughs> of the black eyelids blinking. Can I? Oh, wait, I have a thing for this. I want to cast Identify. Taking the time in the ethereal realm, watching as the trees shadowily disintegrate and then reappear. You cast Identify and take a deep look at this necklace and you see that this is a witch's eye. Capable of being created by a coven of witches, this piece would allow the witches to see out of this eyeball. Is that the only property? It is the only property. Ah, what the hell. Party will put on the necklace. You do so, and you just hear it clicking, blinking, and glancing down. You see the eyeball maneuvering wildly about, glancing at everything. I feel exposed. You receive a second message. Thank you so much, young man. Granny loves to watch her stories. Thank you. It'll be most entertaining to watch your progress through Barovia. I have loved those old ladies. Like, people's grandmothers. Except I figured it was something scrying-like or something like that. Most likely. Either that or it killed me outright. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, go ahead and roll up. Oh, nope, that's a third death. Uh, no, uh, this is just uh, her Facebook. This is uh, Granny's Facebook over here. <laughs> that's right. All right, you put the necklace on. I need to roll 3d6. <laughs> Seven, oh, no. six times. You cast identify. It is simply a uh, necklace similar to Scry. That we're gonna flash back back over to Anthony and Farius. Both of you are standing over this gentleman as he pro pro his protestations. He is pro pro prostrate. Prostrates. He is prostrate and he's protesting. <laughs> hmm. Well, really, really did a number on those two words. In any case, you see thump 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 running up from back in the Vlaki, a really fat guy wearing two bells and a kind of like a jester's hat. Yes, he is fatter than Bluto, the guy on the ground in front of you. That's a great name. Like, what's the shape, though? Is he, like, plump circle or more <laughs> melty-looking? It's an entertaining Is he, is he like, um, plump circle? Is he, is he like, like, swole fat, plump fat, or, like, melty fat? Yeah, like Melted cheese, kind of a round shape. And it is entertaining because of the... Like, colorful uh, costume he's wearing. There are patches of just bright green and luxurious purple, very rich tones. And as he waddles up, it, you see the fat kind of roll in a circle around his body as he stops, jiggling. Uh, oh, I'm glad <laughs> I found you before you left. Oh, I was hoping to ask you all for a favor. Thanks, so, right? Oh, you remember my name. Uh, what do you need? Various blinks he needs. Since you're all so capable, 
if you ever happen to find yourself in Strahd's Tower, I'd appreciate it if you brought me back my master's creation. The um, this work of art really is his masterpiece, his pinnacle of his career. His uh, name is Piddlewick. If you're able to find him in Strahd's castle, I'd be quite appreciated. So Piddlewick. Ooh. Uh, God. What was that, Cardi? Uh, uh, no, I kill it. It's an abomination. <laughs> That's right. You've met Featherwick. Uh, oh, 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 and oh, I killed him all the same. If you would bring back Featherwick, Blank Seeds would be most appreciative. All right. I suppose I can at least keep an eye out. Oh, that's fantastic. Thanks so much. And he begins to waddle back. And as he turns, you see the fat turn 270 degrees to his 180. And he walks back to Velaki. Anyway. So... Here. Yeah. Uh, Ferris will pull out two gold and just drop it in front of him. No right. more drowning pe anyone in the like. <laughs> Look, I, I really appreciate this. And he crawls up grovelly and starts kissing your feet. You don't know how much this means to me. I've been going through a rough patch. My wife divorced me. And. Uh, she took the kids. I haven't been the same, and I really want to thank you. He, he takes the gold pieces and shoves them into his breast pocket and starts, like, bowing and retreating on his knees, then does another bow, then retreats a couple more feet. Like, thank you so much. I, you got my word. I'll never drown another little girl again uh, until I run out of booze, but uh, never again until then. Anthony's going to grab him. If you drown anyone ever again and I find out about it, I'm going to turn your innards into your outards. Alright, that's going to be the first roll of the game. You see him quake, eyes go wide, pupils dilate. Give me an intimidation roll. God, I'm sorry. Oh, God, please don't kill me. Oh, God, I'm going to need some pants. I apologize. Please don't kill me. Yeah, you successfully intimidate the shit out of him. Literally. I see, I see that I have a one in intimidation. I go, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, natural 20. Oh yeah! Oh, I believe that is properly taken care of. Indeed, and you watch him retreat. Put a button on it. You watch him skate away, running as fast as he can into the distance back to town. What do you guys do? And now that that's all, I'm going to walk out from the 
Oh, Carius, it literally was just... Hi. Reunited and it feels so good. Party's back together. How was your trip? Oh, it was very lovely. You know, I took a nice walk, took in some of the scenery, found a couple new places, you know. Can, can we see the city of Amulet, the, the, the witch eye thing? Hmm. Give me a perception check just to make uh, the distinction between the new piece of gear. I probably would just blend into her armor and our other accoutrement unless you were specifically looking for it. This guy's probably just gonna roll another natural 20. Ah, 13. Yeah, you see it. You hear the clicking before you see it. And then you're like, what? What is that? Oh, uh. There's an eyeball. Ooh, that's blinky, not me. Yeah, both Farius and Anthony, you see it. That's a interesting jewelry you've acquired. Farius hmm. <laughs> <laughs> will point directly at the amulet. Well, yes, I suppose it is, but in all no, seriousness, it's not that interesting. It's more decorational than anything. Looks pretty cool. Where can I get one? I am honestly not sure. This was mm. as a gift. From whom? My patron. Alright. Pretty sure that's a lie. It is. All right, let's get a little deception going. You gotta love it when the party can't be straight with each other. You gotta hide certain things. Deception versus Farius's insight. <laughs> yeah, Farius, she's most truthful, honest person you know. You trust her implicitly. All right, then, if you say so. Well, regardless, I we found. We saved this girl from drowning, and we were going to escort her, or at least I was going to escort her back to her camp. And various will point in the direction she previously gestured to. Mm, about how far out is that? You see it, it's about a mile or two. You see a thin wisp of smoke coming up from a campfire. Hmm. Would you need assistance, or is this a one-man job? I think I could cover it alone. Oh, very well. You can come if you like. And... I suppose it would be nice to see new places. Walking and talking. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Are you coming, or are you going to stay here? Oh, I'm going. Anthony. I'll, I'll go. What? All three of you walking and talking and taking the lead after this young girl. 
You start walking up the shore of the lake along Lake Zarovich. It's kind of nice. The light rain coming down on the water gives you a pleasant trickling sound. And as you come around the corner, you see that the woods part to reveal an expansive clearing. A small grass-covered hill with low houses built into the sides. The fog obscures the details, but you can see that these buildings feature elegantly carved woodwork and have decorative lanterns hanging from their sculpted eaves. Atop the hill, above the fog, is a ring of barrel-topped wagons that surround a large tent with a column of smoke pouring out of the through the top of the hole in the tent. The tent is brightly lit from within, and even at the distance, you can smell the odors of wine, horses, and other debauchery going on in the central area. <laughs> nice. Continuing up, the young girl uh, leading your party breaks into a bit of a run, like a, a little bit of a hop, skip, and a jump, and continues forward uh, to this kind of bushy area between the trees, and you see some guards jump out, three cloaked figures, and uh, speaking in hushed tones, the uh, young girl, you can kind of overhear, oh, no, no, they're friends, they saved me, please, uh, let them in, I, I owe them my life, and you see uh, them kind of Lowering their guard, still hands on their weapons, but they are not drawn as the uh, leader kind of motions you guys all over to approach. I will step forward. Oh, welcome, my foreigner. My name is Casimir Velikov of the Vestani. I am the leader of these uh, people here. Had you see a yeah, probably like mid-40s Dusk Elf uh, in front of you. Uh, elf? You look around and you see that this gentleman uh, of the guards, uh, two of them are dusk, elf, uh, dusk Elves, and one of them is human. A pleasure to meet you. Farius will kind of tip his hat a little. Likewise, it uh, seems we owe you a debt of gratitude. Oh, it was nothing. Well, nothing's nothing, friend. You saved her life. She's been missing for three days. We've been searching the forest, risking our own lives, trying to get her back. You don't know the dangers we face. The werewolves have attacked us at least three times, trying to recover this young lady. And you see, like, a stern glance in her direction, which she, like, looks away and, like, pursed lips. Okay. That information was not given to us. Minikis, we really appreciate your act here. Please, come inside. We'll give you food, wine, set your worries at ease, and lift your troubles away. It's the least we can do to repay you. Um, can stay for a little bit, but we do have other matters to attend to. 
elsewhere. Oh, perhaps we can help. Why do you need transportation? Mount, correct, Cardis? Correct. Yes, we were making our way to the mountain. You see the expression on each one of these guards' face dour. As soon as you mention the mountain, each one of them, like the anime dark cloud, appears over their face and their eyebrows. Mm. Oh, you must be careful heading up to the mountains. Dark powers lie up there. Yes, we are quite aware. That's why we're going. Well, in that case, you'll know what you're looking for, and you'll be prepared. Good luck, then, uh, stranger, and thanks very much if you require... Perhaps aid or rest and shelter. Do not fear returning and know that today, while we may not always have been on the same side of good and evil, survival is what has always mattered to the Vistani. And your survival matters to the Vistani now as well. Thank you, friend. Um, I'm with that. I give a small bow and then walk over to the girl if I could have my coat back alright I was hoping I'd get to keep it as a keepsake but here you go and thank you again it is rather nice isn't it very exceptionally well made and the material yes. is very soft took me a long time to get this I had to earn it but alas. Uh, do return so I might have the opportunity to earn one of my own. Perhaps. Uh, Farius will kind of look between his party members and be like, perhaps we will stay the night as some rest is needed and we'll head out in the morning. Is that agreeable, Anthony? Cardius? Why not? We've got nothing better to do. Cardius is going to be like eyeing down these dusk elves. Well, this is fantastic. Everyone, come in here. Come together. We're going to have a festival tonight. Bring out the pork. Bring out the, uh, the spiced wine. We'll have a good time tonight. Yeah. There's like a resounding cheer that goes up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get fucked up. Woo. <laughs> Farius will not put the coat on as he will just hold it over his shoulder as he walks. Walking through the outer the outer line of houses, you see that everything here is designed to be quite defensible. The houses are built in a circle at the bottom of the hill, this small, maybe two, three hundred foot hill. And in a complete ring, the houses encircle this hill, at which the top sits a giant tent encircled by about, hmm, it about ten... 12 wagons. It's the old wagon train, and they've circled up around this giant tent in the middle. Piled outside the wagons are several empty casks of wine. From inside the tent comes a crack of a whip, followed by howls of a young man. But that, that can be barely heard over the uh, sputtering campfires, some of the music, and the smoke that fills the air. It, well, it smells a little skunky, but it, maybe... Uh, feel like you're in a good mood, you feel a little giggly. 
Oh, this place seems just wonderful. Well, yes, we try and do our best to guard against the despair and the angst of Barovia. It is only another victory for Strahd if we fall into despair and depression. And the only way we know how to get away from that is with wine. Yeah! Ooh, yeah, wine! Yeah! I think it's sip of the wine. You do so? It is... Um, <laughs> Uh, it, it burns a little bit. It seems to have been fortified with something uh, perhaps uh, not quite sure. And as you take a moment and kind of lean back and sit back in your chair, you see these fractal, colorful patterns start to materialize in the edges of your peripheral. I'm going to slyly dump the wine out to the side. Look, <laughs> look, 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 look. Anthony's gonna have some wine and he's gonna drink it if he doesn't care. <laughs> Arius will not, because he doesn't drink. Understood. Your preferences are noted and you are enabled. <laughs> Anthony, you immediately feel a profound sense of love and community come over you. Like for the first time, these Vistani, they understand you. You get it, man. Vistani are passed out in various places on the dead grass. A barely conscious and shirtless teenager hugs the central tent pole, her wrists bound with rope and his oh, uh, and his back shredded with blood. So is it a her or he? Uh, it seems to be a he. An older, larger man is studded in leather armor, lashes the younger man with a horsewhip, causing him to scream out again. Wait. Sorry. <laughs> Standing in the bigger uh, man's shadow is a third man, also clad in studded leather. Easy, brother, he says as the whip-wielding brute. I think Alexi has learned his lesson. Cardenas is going to go over and try to get free licks. Free licks? Like you're going to try and whip the young man, too? <laughs> no, he wants to be whipped. <laughs> <laughs> You jump down in front of the young man. Everyone thinks you're, like, trying to protect him for a moment. Like, hey, that's not necessary. He had this coming. It's communal punishment. We all uh, live by this. And, and you're uh, <laughs> making it evidently clear by taking off your shirt or, like, lifting up your shirt a little bit. The guy's like, uh, uh, just one. I don't want this turning into anything weird tonight. I've had too much to drink already. <laughs> Two, take it or leave it. Okay, okay. Uh, you're really going to get me into trouble here. I, uh, you, you cut me with my defenses down. <laughs> How would you respond to that in real life, though? Just. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, she, uh, this this guy uh, wants me. To, I. I'm uh, just trying to make everyone happy here. I want to make everyone satisfied. Cardenas just lets out limos. <laughs> what are the rest of you doing while... Um... <laughs> you knew this would happen. 
I just want to check in and see if anyone had something they wanted to do before we all went to bed and retired for the evening. No, nothing in particular. Nothing, no, nothing. Gonna have to, you're going to have to end the day on that. <laughs> that's, yep, yeah, that's where we're going to end, end the night in uh, different stages of debauchery. You, Anthony, uh, getting uh, properly turned, and Cardi is getting some uh, pressure relieved. I know. I wanted to try to take one of the dust scales to bed. As the night stretches on and gets into the early hours of the morning, you corner one of the dusk elves that seem to be a little bit of dancing around the fire, continuing continued imbibement. Velikov is of the the drow that are remaining uh, relaxed, but a careful watch. So, that requires. I'm gonna need a charm. Uh, what is a seduce roll? It's a charm roll, right? I thought that was here. Here we only have. I do get the two systems mixed up. There's like four different charm skills in Call of Cthulhu. I believe there's persuasion and. Fast talk. No, Dude, no, there can the be like system. you're confusing me. <laughs> Dude, in um, the in vampires, the masquerade, you can have like nine different ways to, like specific ways to seduce someone. Like, you can be proficient with like seducing someone, oh subtly, yes. and another way you can like just like straight up just hitting on them, be proficient that way, and not any other way. It's it's confusing. Yeah, that's pretty intense. It makes sense, though. Vampires would have a lot of... Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to mess that up for you. Vampires would have a oh, lot of Oh, you seduction. hit her in my feet. Okay. I'm sorry. But, I... like, it's just... It's it's not just seduction. It's every ability. Like, for fighting, you can have, like, fist fighting, brawling, or specifically grappling, or specifically cheap shots. It's confusing. <laughs> For this particular role, I'll accept any kind of charm role from you, Cardius, as you have your methods as a uh, incubus. Not that good of methods. 19 out of 23? That's pretty good. <laughs> no, it was a 10. Oh, yeah, you rolled, though. Oh, man, you got a hell of a mod. Yes. But uh, with the advantage with the aid of some of these alcoholic beverages and hmm, might be spiked who knows you successfully <laughs> grab uh yeah you successfully grab the dusk elf velikov and take him back into the tent and no one sees very discreet you guys pass the night however Various. Yes. 
You drift off to sleep. Goodbye. Can just hear the crackle of the fire in the background as you fade away. And you're dreaming. Walking down a road, it's a sunny, beautiful day. Suddenly you feel so hungry. You can't remember the last time you ate and your stomach aches and makes you, makes your hand instinctively pat your empty pockets. You know they're empty, but you look down anyway and see your old friend, Tibblesworth, taking a nap in your breast pocket, using it like a hammock. Impulsively, you snatch the half-asleep companion and swallow him whole before you can stop yourself. Guilt washes over you. Tibblesworth trusted you. A faint, scratchy pain starts tickling your belly. The guilt turns to regret as you worry the rat might make you ill. Then the world swims around you as pain racks your body, making you shrivel into your, onto your knees as every muscle in your body constricts. You throw up in a geyser of rats, all screaming into a pile of fur. Your body rips and ripples as the rats beneath your skin tear out through your skin of the belly and begin to pour out of every orifice in unfathomable torrents of carnivorous fiends. What do you do? Um, is this the first Tipplesworth? It is. Okay. So this would be around the time when he was still living on the street. Before he got all fancy. Um, I probably just attempt to scream in panic trying to figure out what's going on you do so and as you try and scream all you feel are rats crawling out of your throat and the scream is stifled you feel rats crawling out of your eye sockets your nose mouth and through the newfound ripped holes in your body and then you wake up You do not get any rest. Okay. Sorry. Everyone else, go ahead and roll. Um, you get a long rest. The benefits of a long rest. I have one point of exhaustion, correct? That is correct. Yeah. Thank you. We still have all that necrotic damage, too. Wait a minute. Yeah, I sure do. So I feel like a huge asshole right now, but I'm gonna stick to my guns. It's all good. Hey, I'm the one that angered the Nighthawk. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I told you to leave her alone. God, she was making a profit. Hey, I could have killed her. <laughs> she didn't run away like a bitch. <laughs> I mean, should have ran faster.
catch you all awake the next day. Um, Anthony, Dr. Uh, not Dr. Cardius, Cardius, you do gain the benefits of a long rest. And coming out of the tents, you see Varius looking a little worse for the wear. He did not get a good night. Maybe Cold he was keeping up. It's hat cloth to wipe his brow. It's not, it's in, his hat is in cloth form, and he's kind of using that to just wipe his brow as he stares at the ground. You guys make your way out of the Vistani camp, waving goodbye. You guys are set out. Good, warm bellies full of food. Wait, no, warm beds, full bellies. You guys get full bellies and make your way out of there. Funny people, these Vistani. Seems like they keep on the move and... Whenever they can set up some reinforcements and they pick a good spot that they seem that they can defend. Looking over their wagons and just the different family. You like see like a double-decker wagon. You, they almost look like RVs in the different constructions. You see that this life on the road might not be too bad. Octavio comes up and he's like, oh, frankly, I'm these people. I'm glad we're getting out oh. of here. Still around? Of course I'm still around. <laughs> you spared my life. You almost killed me last session, but I just I did that. You know, if you didn't completely finish me off, I'd follow you around, keep annoying you, until you get dead. Ah. Onto the mountain, then. Onto the mountain. All right, you guys make your way down the road and find yourself at an intersection. Man, I really should have turned that at a 45 degree angle so it matches the map. Damn it. Oh, our first fork in the road. As you come to this fork in the road, judging the map, you want to head left to get to Mount Galakis. Can I get a marching, marching, a merchant order, please? I'll stay in the back. Anthony will be, Anthony will be in the front. Yeah, Varys is kind of just drifting in the middle, I guess. Werewolf sandwich, I love it. I'm going to need one of you to roll a d20 as you get to this crossroads. Oh. All right, I'm going to need you to roll a d6 for me. From the mists and the shadows surrounding the trail, out of the forest walks three giant wolves. Let's roll up some initiative. Now, I'm not saying I blame fairies, but... <laughs> 
Harry's just, just kind of grumble under his breath. Seriously. With no uh, fancy accent. <laughs> it's a fake. It's a fake. What? <laughs> Biggest plot twist this entire campaign. Was... It was a fake. God. No. I I actually, I should write it down. I should write it down. All of it. Because I have a story in my head for various I should put it down in the character sheet. Please do. I need more ammo to throw at you guys. More ammo? Oh, I should write my stuff down, too. <laughs> Content. Please give me more bullets. Rolling to 17, you will be first. Go ahead. Um, Various will draw the uh, black key. Make his way over to this one and swing twice. Swinger, swinger. 19, and let's see, does a 10 hit a dire wolf? I don't even have a dire wolf stab block up. I have disadvantage with exhaustion level 1, correct? top of my head, I do not remember. Conditions. Oh, okay. Exhaustion. Level 1 disadvantage on ability checks, not attack rolls. On level 3 of exhaustion, you will suffer disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws in addition to the other stuff. Alright. So no disadvantage. Your 19 hits, your 10 does not. Okay. That would be five slashing and five radiant. Ten damage on the wolf in the rear. All right, that's going to be um, your movement. Anything else on your turn, sir? Nope. Anthony, you're up.
Anthony's going to run up to this wolf and hit him with uh, his short sword. Smack the wolf with your sword. With your sword. Believe that 15's gonna hit. The 11 does not. Alright, so go ahead and roll up damage on that second short, short, short attack. I'm gonna use my wave though. I can make an unarmed strike as a bonus action. Mm -hmm. right, go ahead and roll a slap attack. Yeah, 23 is going to hit. Seven piercing from the sword. And then six for 13. Pretty sure dire wolves don't have any kind of damage resistance. Nope. All right. That's going to be the end of his turn. It's going to be this wolf's turn. Going to distance. You a little chomp. Coming in on Eucardius, does a 17, does a 22 hit? Ah, yes. I'm going to need a dexterity save. All right, it's going to be 15 points of damage. Mm-hmm. The dexterity, what, ellipses. Dexterity roll of eight plus two ten. No. Nope. Seventeen fire damage. So this wolf bites into you and immediately erupts in flames and starts yelping. As it should. It is your move, Cardius. <clears throat> Gonna summon the toad. <laughs> summon the toad. Summon the toad. Summon the toad. But I'm just gonna summon it under me so that I end up being on top of it regardless, so. All right, you are now riding a giant toad. Nice. And I'll roll up a uh, sleepiness uh, initiative. Yes, excellent. This wolf behind you. Well, I guess he's in front of you. Farius is going to take a uh, chomp. 16 hit. Yep, it meets. gonna be eight damage piercing all right or is it slashing no it's piercing 
Various, please make a strength saving throw. Six. You are knocked prone, sir. Yeah. It's a really frisky bite. This is like wolf jumps up on you and starts like trying to lick your face. Anthony, this wolf will try and give you a chomp. A seven doesn't hit you. Does not. All right, that is going to make it Sapien's turn. Right. Uh... <laughs> Funny. So, six piercing and ten poison. Ooh, yep, yep. And it's grappled. 16 on this one. And he's grappled. Understood. That's quite a bit of damage. That wolf in front of you, uh, you can uh, hear the bones cracking as Sapien's tongue wraps around and constricts the wolf. It shouldn't have tried to touch him. I'll learn him, or maybe he'll just die. Various. Various is going to look at the wolf that just knocked him down. Nick. Do you really want to do this? Or would you rather just leave or come with me? Are you trying to intimidate? Or can he understand you? Uh... Probably not, unless I was in hybrid form, but I'm not, so just speaking common to a, a wolf. I mean, kindred spirits, maybe? Yeah. I'll accept a persuasion or an intimidation role as you try and negotiate. Well, they're the same. I will try to be persuasive. Hey! It's actually not bad. <laughs> Kind of watch him disengage. And use half my movement to stand up. Dust myself off and just kind of stand there, watch it, and end my turn. I'll say you can still attack. A bonus action persuasion. Not going to. Okay. I will take a ready action in case somebody tries to attack me. I'll allow it. If anyone attacks you, you go ahead and attack them back as a readied action. This wolf. This wolf over here. Make his way down. And these guys have 50 feet movement speed, and that's pretty impressive. Going to go directly down here to Anthony and start attacking him from the rear. That is Octavio narrating instead of helping. <laughs> Seems like the blue team has taken the ball and they're moving it down the field. First down. <laughs> so uh, 19 gonna hit you, Anthony. Yep. It's gonna be. 
plus three of 12 damage from the Chomp of the Wolf. It is your move, Anthony. You're surrounded. Have anything that can help. Alright, here we go. Anthony's going to attack the um the wolf that just showed up. He's gonna attack him twice. Once with a short bow and once with an unarmed strike. Whack whack. Both hit. Awesome. I'm going to need a con save from it. I think it's going to make it. 17. Yeah. Can I do it for each hit or just one? You're doing what I think you're doing is each hit. Each hit? Okay, I'm going to need another con save. It cost me two key points, though. So, yeah. Got him with that one. That's nine. All right. Yeah, that fails. He's stunned until the end of my next turn. Then I'm going to use my bonus action to disengage this wolf here. Use my disengage action and get over here to the rest of the party. Have fun. I'll allow it. You disengage. I wonder if you can disengage and attack, but I don't know your character. I can, Hell yeah. I can spend a key. I can use a key point to disengage as a bonus action. Oh, that's yep. smoking. Boss, yeah, you bounce so over there. So this round, I used three key points in one in one round. Yeah, yeah. Get wrecked, stun the wolf. I got the stun on him. He looks really, really hurt, like super bloody, like really super bloody. So does the wolf grappled inside a sapien's long tongue. Had anything else on your turn, Anthony? That's it. The wolf inside of Sapien's grasp is going to try and get out of here. Yep, that, that no. eight doesn't wiggle out. You sure? No. Oh, damn. Um, well, that's his action. Um, he is going to whimper. Adorably? No. 15. 15. <laughs> oh, no. It is your move, Guardians. Cool. Uh, can the other wolf here see me? The one that is not stunned currently? Yes, it can. Can I try to intimidate it? Yes. You do have advantage at this point because they are very hurt. What are you trying to intimidate them to do? <laughs> Run away with its tail tucked between its legs, as it should. Somehow it senses your demonic energy in the presence overwhelms it, and it immediately turns tail and flees. <laughs> that one's out of the picture. Nice. That's my turn be this wolf's turn. How long does that stun last for? For the end of Anthony's turn. It's the end of my turn. Wow. He is done, and that's going to make it Sabian's turn. Advantages bite. 
It means nothing because he can't hit it. <laughs> he can't. <laughs> the wolf is squirming. Its fur is like wiggling away. Yeah, it's making it difficult for Sapiens to swallow. He's like, oh god, it's so much fur. You literally see like all four of this wolf's limbs trying to prevent itself, like each one on a different point of the frog's mouth trying to like resist getting swallowed. He's like halfway inside getting pulled in, but he's like really struggling. All right, that's the turn. Various, back to you. How injured is the one that's stunned? He looks a little bit roughed up, not nearly as bad as his companions, but still damaged. shouldn't like this song this much. Here's just gonna walk over to this wolf. Just kinda lean down a little. Would have been better if you hadn't uh, attacked him. But he either ran away or stayed by me. Give you the same offer, but I can't say anything about my friends. Various will stand back up and again just take the ready action and his turn. Understood, you ready the action to attack if attacked, and you see while this wolf is stunned you think that your message got through to it while its world is swimming around it if it gets the opportunity to flee you have suggested that it take that avenue oh and it's the stunned wolf's turn oh wait no it wasn't that would already happen it's the grappled wolf wolf's turn Get out of there again. The 13 escape the grapple. It meets. You watch this with a wet slurp. Wolf pops out of the, the grasp of the tongue. They're going to disengage and run away. That one's out of there. These guys took a lot of damage very quickly. That is just going to be Anthony's turn. Anthony's not going to do anything. He's going to ready his cross. He's going to use his action to ready a crossbow attack for sure. Wolf approaches closer to him. Let him go. A little bit of mercy. I like it. That was nice of you guys. 
immediately at the end of your turn, the stun drops off that wolf. This wolf's gone already. So, because this wolf, uh, while no longer stunned, it is not his turn, he simply snaps seeing stars and the Tweety Birds stop flying around his head. Cardius, you see that you have one final moment, probably, to axe this wolf before he tries to make his escape. Ah. Uh, well, since I have telepathy, can I ask it to submit to Farius? <laughs> or, well, more so, command it to? Yes. Is that a persuasion or another intimidation? A command through fear, I believe, would be intimidation. You will follow Farius. Good roll. What would the, what would a wolf use to resist an intimidating devil riding toad, man? Minus two to charisma. <laughs> Immediately, you see the wolf like turn, sit, and then stay. Nice. Fairy, yeah. she got a dog. Fairy, as you move like a couple steps, uh, just kind of taking in the surroundings, counting all your gear, and he walks a couple steps and then sits directly at your heel. Various will reach over and kind of ruffle its head between its ears. And as you guys um, try and come up with a name for your new canine pal, we're going to take a five minute break.
with your new canine companion, Doggo, friend of humans. You continue down the road and up into the mountains of Mount Gakis. The path rises up out of the forest and you can see the Slavic woods below you starting to shrink, the enormous trees becoming toothpicks below you. You rise up into the mountains. And as you continue through the icy snow, you see a water feature arising in the distance. Flowing down from Lake Zarovich is a stream connected to the Luna Lake, and this stream has cut a deep gorge into the mountains. Thinking to yourself, oh, well, shoot, how are we going to get across this? This is a giant cliff thingy. I can fly. Well, son, not everyone can fly, all right? Oh, my gosh. I could just carry people over. How, how, wide, how wide is the gorge? How, how wide across? It varies. As the stream winds through this part of the mountain, the ravine. In some parts, it's Wait. like the Grand Canyon. It's enormous. However, as the path continues, you notice that it narrows and the ravine comes closer together. Like, like how close? Like how, how close do you get? The shelf of rock on which the mountain road clings grows narrow. To your left, the icy cliffs rise sharply toward dark rolling clouds, and to your right, the ground falls away into a sea of fog. Ahead, through the wind and snow, you see a high wall of black stone lined with spikes and topped by statues of demonic vultures with horned heads. In the center of a wall is a closed iron portcullis, behind of which burns a curtain of green flame. On the other edge of the dark wall, gripping the mountain's edge, is a guard tower of white stone topped by golden statues of mighty warriors. And this somewhat gothic facade is what stands on a bridge narrowed and falling away down into the ravine. The rest of it, well, it looks a little worse for the wear of age. It seems sturdy, You're probably able to cross it, although you wouldn't want to put too much weight on it. So, we need to get across a river. There's a river, and the river has cut a deep ravine gorge into this mountain. So you're on like a, you're like on this mountain. The path is going through the mountain, and then there's just a cliff face in front of you with this bridge, old as fuck, kind of crumbling down into the ravine. The ravine's probably a few thousand feet deep, and this narrow bridge is the only thing that crosses it. And in front of this bridge is kind of like a castle getup. It's a, 
a gatehouse, a portcullis. And directly on the other side of this gatehouse is a curtain of flame that rises up, preventing you from just making use of this bridge to cross the ravine. And the bridge goes all the way across, and I remember you saying that it was kind of ruined. It's a so little still... bit. It's just had seen better days, you know? This is not upkept by the uh, local government around here, so, you know, it's just falling away a little bit. A little bit. Looks fine. Pretty sure. So there are still ways to get across with it? It's continuously connected. You see that a few of the cornerstones have fallen away down near the ravine, but it does look crossable. Alright, um, Darius will make his way up to the gatehouse. You make your way up, and you start to feel the heat being radiated off this giant green wall of flame. You step closer, and it gets hotter. You can already feel the hairs on your arms begin to burn off. You can smell them. Is there anyone around? Gatekeeper, anybody? Seems deserted. You see a few gargoyles, demonic-looking things watching you, but seem to be made of stone. About how tall is the fire curtain? Fire curtain is uh, all the way up to the top of the archway. This portcullis, this doorway, is one solid flame wall. Can I just fly over that? Yeah, you fly all the way up and over, land directly on the other side of the flames, and your companions can see you through the flame wall. In a wave. You all see your companion waving at you from the other side of the obstacle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, is there any way to move the portcullis or anything? Like any levers or wheels or anything on this side? You look around, trying to discover, is there a lever? Wouldn't there just be a draw bib that comes down and poofs out these flames? What's going on? Perception check. Can I look on my side as well? You do so, and you see that the... (laughs) I see nothing. Does disadvantage. Oh, that's right. Disadvantage on your ability checks. Cardio's... Various, you obviously see nothing. Um, it's really hot green flames. Cardias, you look back and you see that the rock statues' heads have turned and are looking directly at you. Doesn't seem like they're very happy that you circumnavigated the green flames. I'm gonna wave at him. I'm going to ignore the demon statues of two petrified rocks attacking you because you flew over and circumvented the uh, 20 foot high wall of flame. Just gonna ignore that. <laughs> I want to jump you with rocks. I feel like you guys have fought enough rocks in Avernus. No more rocks.
actually not sure. Do you guys just want me to bring you over? No, we must discover the riddle of the flaming curtain. Octavia, I will throw you into the flaming curtain. I'm very tired of your company with us. All right, I'll be quiet. I'm sorry. I'll keep my suggestions to myself. <laughs> now, everyone who is a primary party member, <laughs> do you want me to just fly you over? No, no, no. Rictavio's got a point. We gotta solve this riddle. Various. Yeah, sure. I... This one knows, wants to know what I have to say. Everyone here, listen to me. This is just like when I was in the mines of Moria. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Going once. I see no other way to put the flames out. It just seems easier. However... Various will look to his new wolf companion. Getting him over isn't going to be easy. I suppose so. Actually, about how much does that wolf weigh? Large beast. Oh. It is a dire wolf, so yeah. Never mind. Okay. Look. A few hundred pounds. I do not know what to tell you. I I only have a one strength. Yeah. I'm not much stronger. Well. So. Am I am I seriously the strongest with a with a plus two to strength? Really? Yep. We got I'm not a, a strength. Not a strength class. <laughs> Uh, I guess we get to solve the riddle. Wookie, can I use detect magic to look for some way to disarm the 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 flame wall? You detect magic, and you feel a strong aura of evocation magic coming from this portcullis. Think it okay. over. Yep. Fire. Fire. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. Yep. 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 Looking over the stonework, trying to find where this incantation is coming from. There's no runes. There's nothing etched into the ground. Just seems like this uh, particular gateway has been enchanted with a wall of fire. Anthony, you want to take a look around? I'll make a perception roll. You see a tiny dot up in the air. Other than that, nothing strange. Darius is going to look up at the statues again. The Varrocks, carved out of stone, have returned their heads to the original position, having 
uh, given a nod over towards Cardi as they um, have assumed their uh, normal positions as we are not going to use them. Did Various notice them move? Yeah, they seem pretty angry at anyone who didn't go through the green flame and just flew around it. If the characters circumvent the gate by flying or climbing over it, the statues of the gatehouse, uh, gatehouse animate and attack. But nah. You wouldn't happen to be willing to give the answer to get through this, are you? Various is talking to the statues. One of the rocks, like, um... Like they're playing possum, they're, they stay still, and you continue to just stare them down, and you can see the Varrock statue like begin to sweat, stone tears of sweat, and, and then he just breaks. No, go right, there's no password. I you have to just dispel the flame wall to get through it. There's no secret, there's no riddle. Ah, that's all you have to say. Cardaeus is going to step up to the wall and unroll a scroll. It seems to have a bunch of like glyphs and stuff written on the paper. He's going to mutter a couple words to himself before <laughs> casting Dispel Magic on the wall. So cool, your spell books are scrolls. Oh, that's awesome. The paper spell that I get with level 5, baby. Nice. Alright, I'm going to need you to roll a d20 and go ahead and add your uh, spellcasting modifiers, your intelligence and your proficiency bonus. Uh, one moment, though. Plus seven, so. Oh, no, that's a spell attack bonus. <laughs> Funny. Would be the same number. Should be the same number. It evens out to 20. Lovely. Feeling the magic of the wall die down, the flames becoming little embers, you see the sparks kind of tick and clatter off the ground. You guys can pass through the portcullis without being burned alive, and you do so, making your way onto the bridge. A cold hearth stands across from the door on the other side, and the wind howling down its chimney, a stone staircase is on the south wall, Three windows looking out over a foggy sea. Directly to your right is a guard tower. Seems to have a couple stories. And passing that about 50 yards in front of you is the bridge that spans over the ravine. It's a good map. I should have used this one instead of shitty one I got. I'm the map, I'm the map. Let me get this map out for you guys real fast, and then you guys can tell me if you'd like to go into the guard tower or continue across the bridge. <laughs> the bridge doesn't look decrepit at all. It's totally OSHA proofs, 100% safe. Right? 
totally up to guideline standards. Mm hmm. I'm having trouble putting everyone's token on the board, so you'll have to help me out. I don't think I will. No, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not just kidding. Here you go. And as you guys pass by the wall of flame, the suppressed wall of flame, taking a few steps, waiting for a few minutes, you watch as slowly at first, but then rising up back to its original height, a green wall of flame reinstates itself. Well, not my problem anymore. My token is not wanting to place on the map. That's not sticking. Oh, I can do it. Here you go. Berries. Thank you. No problem. Hey. Teamwork <laughs> makes dream work. So, you guys looking to your right, see a guardhouse? Sturdy iron door on it. And then... Continuing forward, the bridge looks pretty stable. Check if it's locked. I was gonna say I checked the guardhouse, but Paris is already doing it. Check the door. It moves. It seems like it's unlocked, but it's stuck. Paris will attempt to kind of it open. Strength check. Or athletics check, it looks like. Same number. A. Very good roll. Um, you get the door to move, and it moves about three inches. Still shut, like two shut for you to wiggle your way through, but you did move the door. Can I help? Anthony's going to sprint towards the door and body check it to try to open it the rest of the way. Is it a push or pull door? That's Wait, is it a push or pull door? <laughs> Anthony it's slams the done. door shut. <laughs> <laughs> Athletics <You> better. <laughs> Athletics. <laughs> I should have checked before I said that, huh? Just shut I was very pushing it, so. Anthony, you uh, like uh, try and push various out of the way. Here, let me show you how it's done, and you do not budge the door. So, yeah, can I try? <laughs> With the three Is of there you. A window? <laughs> I'm not that much stronger than fairies. No, it's a high DC. It's a 22 um, check. But with the three of you all working in tandem, it's a three stooges situation. You got one at the top, one in the middle, one at the bottom. You. Open the door. I hate this door. <laughs> doors, damn you! Oh, doors. There's a window. We probably climb to do that. Excuse me? Said so if there is a window, he's going to climb through it. There are 
windows, but there are those uh, arrow slits for shooting. Mm. Uh. On the bottom floor that you're on, and you look around, it's pretty decrepit. Nothing obviously here, it's just ruined and broken down stone. Going over the circular staircase, you make your way up into the upper level of the tower. And it is cold. It's an icebox with windows set into almost every wall. A rusted iron ladder bolted to the floor and ceiling leads up to a wooden trap door. Mounted above the stone hearths is a direwolf's head. Wind coming down the chimney howls in its steed, in its stead. About how old does it look? The direwolf's head looks pretty fresh. The cold is preserving it, but you'd say no more than a few days old. Farius will cover his new friend's eyes. You feel a small shiver go through your direwolf friend, but as you uh, like pat him on the back and shield him from it, you feel you feel him, uh, feel a little better. He loosens up, relaxes. Yes, Tibblesworth number four. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> you said that you You're cutting in a little about for us, buddy. Um, Your internet sucks. <laughs> I like how we're all jumping down his throat immediately now. Just like, oh no, oh, 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 hold up right there. <laughs> Tibbles will look Hear me better now? Yeah, yeah, yes. we hear you. Yeah. What were you trying to say? So you said you wanted more ammo. I mean, Tibblesworth number four, how much more ammo do you need? <laughs> His name isn't Tibblesworth. It should be. But Tibblesworth are all rats. This is an upgrade. <laughs> rat dog. Rat dog, rat dog. Where in the world is the rat dog? You guys probably don't remember Cat Dog. Oh, God damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just yes, dated I'm myself like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, so someone I... knows Cat Dog? Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, I watch it on Nicktoons at late at night when they play all the old shows. Oh, yeah. that would be a late night show. It, it really was. The first time I ever watched it, I woke up from a, a, one of those, those cold sweat dreams. I woke up and that was on. Sorry, have you ever run across Ren and Stimpy, then? Mm. Ren, what, what do you mean, Ren? Oh, God. What do you mean, you're too stupid? You're like, look down here. I chose on drugs. Clearly. Clearly on drugs. I mean, awesome. Peak <laughs> of human achievement, but clearly on too many drugs. Making your way up through the second floor, up to the guard tower rooftop, you see a ten-foot-tall, gold-plated statue stand stand atop the battlements, facing outward. Each one depicts a female, a human, knight holding a lance. The cold wind stirs the snow, under which you see human skeletons clad in the rusty mail. What did you say? Wait, how many? Stand it up, uh, facing outward. 
going around in a complete circle from the guard tower. Each one stands in kind of those rivets uh, where the square battlements kind of come down. There's at least ten dozen here. No, wait. No, there's four. Sorry, four. Going through their accoutrement, you give them a quick pat down. Whatever they had was looted long ago. Just bits of cloth, broken long bows and arrows now. Curtis is gonna kneel down next to the arrows and take out another paper scroll and like flashily lay it out over the skeletons to cast <laughs> and it oh wow <gasps> ghostly blue neon spirits drift up from the ground and then anchoring themselves within the souls, the bodies, to these long-dead corpses, these archers. You watch them. <laughs> yes, master. Only one skeleton. Oh, just one? Yeah, I'm not high enough level to get three. Ah, next time. Okay, yes. Yeah, so one of the uh, skeleton archers reanimates back to life. Does it have a weapon? Said they're broken. Does seem like her longbow was broken. Can I give it mine? I. Absolutely, you armor. Give it yeah. mine, cause I ain't no good with it. Oh, well, it has various. Yeah. With a bow in each hand, she has the bow back to you. <laughs> extra clothes too. Yeah, making her more presentable. There's not anything really that she needs to cover up, but modesty is uh, close to getting oh, no, her. Not about, like her, her bone not fit my aesthetic, and I am not okay with that. Bones don't fit. Yes. <laughs> is that what you said? <laughs> That's what I said. So I'm gonna give it uh both I have are fine clothes. Wow, looking quite fancy. This animated uh this long dead animated archer looks pretty stylish, you'd say. Gonna spritz it with some of the uh hibiscus perfume that I have, and then I'm gonna equip it with some basic poison to cut the arrows with. <laughs> Oh, well, I have to do. Um, you outfitter, and you may take the time to, uh, for this NPC, go ahead and add poison arrows, as well as, uh, what do you think there, Farius? Was that a uh, just a standard bow? Yeah, standard longbow. Standard longbow, poison arrows, and fancy clothing. Wow, I can't believe it's not alive. Various <laughs> uh, upon seeing that there's nothing of value in here, is just going to walk out and just stand on the front, uh, beginning part of the bridge. As you make your way out of the guardhouse and then posting up on the outside of the guardhouse, looking down the bridge, 
You see rolling bubbles of clouds, fog, moving in towards you and then retreating away from you, spilling over the bridge down to the ravine. Give me a perception check. Six. Guardius, you hear it coming first. Various, you hear scratching coming from down the bridge. Emerging like a dark shadow, clawing its way towards you. want to stay back emerging one claw at a time giant red eyes from the mist you see a massive rat body emerge taking up the entire bridge it's coming towards you God, I'm tired of the rats and the bats and the wolves and the vampires it, I hate it Bats and the rats and the wolves. Schmats and rats. Bats and rats and wolves. Oh my. <laughs> oh my. You know, here. Various, as you see emerging from the mist, this giant matted ball of fur and teeth. I need you to make a. Looks like a wisdom saving throw. Hey, I don't have disadvantage on those yet. Twelve. I think that's gonna... Oh, no. You try and run. Tear yourself away from the eyes that look deep into your soul, but you can't move. Your body is frozen, and as you try and flee, you find yourself glued to the spot. Mm. You are paralyzed. Like paralyzed, paralyzed, not like fear or anything, just paralyzed and not frightened. Uh, the DC was a 15. Oh, not very wise. The rest of you here coming through the mists. Tibblesworth is coming for you, very. What do the rest of you do? Uh, gonna summon Sam. see Sam appear in a ball of smoke before you. 
Anthony's gonna pull out his hand crossbow and mutter to himself, "The hell's a tipple's worth." This is his first interaction. Tipplesworth is the name of the pet rat that Ferris had when he was no, not with the party. Apparently, Ferris ended up eating his uh, companions. There, there was more than one. I'm pretty sure there were three Tipplesworths. And now they come after him to exact their revenge. It's, it's an everyday occurrence, you see. I wouldn't say everyday, but... Uh... How meanly did you eat them for them to swear vengeance on eternity? Like, how, how meanly did you eat them? Like, just paralyzed grumbles from various. <laughs> did, did you did you save her chewing them or something? Cause like, <laughs> just like take, take your time. Like, cause that, that's a, mm. like that's understandable. But just like mm. one, one gulp mm. is like mm. 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 <laughs> immaculate. Uh, uh, mm, I'm, mm. All right, we're going to need some initiative as you guys have fallen in formation to save your werewolf buddy. Ah, uh, I'm going to roll initiative for the skelly. The skelly, the uh, sapiens, uh, you have two NPCs now to manage. Uh, yeah. This is fine. I'm not against it. Direwolf. Ah, uh, yes, and the direwolf. Ah, uh, that's not mine. That's fine. Make a sheet for him. Alright, I don't see where the initiative for the skeleton is, so I'm just gonna roll a straight d20. It it didn't do so well. Oh. Hmm. I don't think that should have popped up on my screen. It shouldn't have popped up on mine. Roll 20, what are you doing today? I mean, do you want me to make the sheet for the dire wolf? Please. You got a token, but I can. Listen, I'll do it. Plus 20 to every step. <laughs> Wait a minute. Nah, I got Stress. this. Hold up. It's simple. Trust me, I have, I have the, the waifu, ca I mean, monster manual. Um, There's your dire right wolf. Here. Where's my direwolf? It's still loading on my screen. There you go. No problem. Does not have, but I just rolled dex for it. I rolled initiative. Yeah, there's a little thing for initiative. Oh, I see it. Yeah. Missing someone. I think I'm missing hey. Sapiens. What was Sapiens' initiative? 
Uh, no, Sam. Sam was nine. Oh, yes, thank you. Oh, then I'm not missing anyone. There he is, right at the top. Well, obviously, Sam will be going first. <laughs> so, gonna get about here. What's the reach on that? Oh, it's only five feet. Oh, I gotta get up here. Yeah. And it's gonna try to bite him. Does a 14 hit? A 14. I think that... Yes, it does hit. 15 piercing. I've got it. Cool. Anthony, you're up. Oh, wonderful. Throwing a couple tiger snares for Sam. Mm -hmm. Oh, I might have to reevaluate everything I just did. No, no. So, discard that bite. Okay. Nothing happens to that rat. Nothing happens to the rat because you didn't attack him with your tiger? No, it's because the tiger failed. The claw attack of a yes. seven. I'm following now. I don't know why I'm going so slowly. Really, I think I'm lagging, guys. I'm, I'm lagging. I got a little bit of lag. Oh, no, it's fine. But yeah, that's, that's Sam's turn. Understood. All right, brain, please work. Anthony? Anthony's going to do a real simple maneuver here. Okay. Anthony's going to shoot the rat twice with his crossbow. Okay. And then he's going to use Kinsei shot to do an extra 1d4 if it hits. And if it doesn't, I guess we'll see where it goes from there. All right, let's see you shoot him up. 23 and a 19 both hit. Man, Kinsei shot. Let's see if, let's see if this thing I looked up that Hey, another four damage. Can't say shot with the four. Like a pro, you spin around like Neo and launch a slow-mo right into his brain. Right, and that's the end of Anthony's turn. Right, Anthony, that is going to be Tibblesworth's turn. Trying to crawl directly over Sam. Um, Sam is a large creature. It's not going to be easy to get through Sam over this bridge. I'm going to need uh, an ability check. I'm trying to think, is it going to be dex or athletics? Probably dex to try and get around him. I'll accept either dex or athletic from Sam to try and prevent Tibblesworth from making his way crossing the bridge. I mean, was Tibblesworth disengaged? Tibblesworth is trying to use his movement and um, 
and his dexterity, because he's a sneaky rat, to get by Sam. Um, he will be provoking an opportunity attack if he's successfully able to, uh, to escape by him. It's going to be a little bit of a DC here. Nope. So, <laughs> uh, the rat, like, trying to find an opening, just gets met with a giant cat growling at it, and it can find a way around him. Nice. Effective placement. Mm-hmm. He's got to be careful, because... A large creature would just be able to knock him right the fuck off into the oblivion. Oh, good to know. Wait, no, pretend you didn't hear that. Furious. Oh, it was heard. Two, two, two large creatures here, huh? We got two large creatures? Who else is low? Oh, the dire wolf. Yeah. Yeah. But again, won't let me place the token. I don't know why it's acting up. Uh, you do? Okay, hold up. Where do you want him? I'll just put him down here. You go away. Arius' turn. Oh, thank you. Yes, um, Tibblesworth goes, and then, yes, it is Varius' turn. Thank you. Do anything while paralyzed. On a failure, the target is paralyzed until the revenant deals damage to it, or until the end of the revenant's next turn, which has already occurred. So you are in control of your body again. The fear eking out of you and subsiding. Alright. Um. Arius will draw the black key. Stand his ground. Ready action or if Dibblesworth comes into melee range. Ready action to attack if Tibblesworth gets within melee. Otherwise you're hanging back, which I believe is a smart move. Yeah. Arius is not feeling very great. HP is a resource, and when you're running low, you gotta conserve. Yep. That's end of Fairy's turn. Alright, that is gonna make it Wolf's turn. Uh, as you have, not, have you named Wolf yet? Yep. They got <laughs> I love stupid. it. Ada Wolf. Ada Wolf? Ada Wolf. That sounds a little bit too <laughs> close to Adolf. I'm a little uncomfortable. Ada Wolf. Eight wolf. Eight. All right, I've got it. Adolf is a very common name. <laughs> what well, it used to be. Not since eighty years ago, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be. That really fell off quick. It's a sharp drop off on Adolf. Oh yeah, Lucky. So like, technically, my turn was supposed to be before Farius's because I had a nine, but yeah. Um. I'm sorry. Okay, I have you after um, the wolf and fairy. I'll switch that up now. 
Yeah, we'll just go ahead and take um Let's go ahead and take the wolf's turn and then we'll go ahead and do uh your turn, Cardius. Okay. That's a Adolf is going to move up next to Sam and try to bite Tibblesworth. Give me a bite roll. At advantage because pack tactics. You are within five feet of an ally. You have plus five to hit. Damage is 2d6 plus three piercing. As well as I'm going to have to make a strength saving throw for Tibblesworth. 16 hits, and he fails his tr uh, strength saving throw, if I'm not mistaken. How's the Revenant got to strength? Nope, he's got a plus four. He succeeds mm -hmm. in his strength saving throw. He is not knocked prone. However, he takes seven damage. All right, I've got the damage. Cardius, you're up. Cool. I'm going to fly, like, straight up. About 15 feet. He's gonna like raise his hands over his head and like the ball of like fire starts uh, gathering in his palms. He just throws it down at the rat. <laughs> Fireball. Fireball. 18 hits. 14, 14 fire. damage? Wow, what a fireball. Yeah. Right, I've got the damage. I have his turn. He's going to stay up here. 15 feet straight up in the air or 15 feet forward? In the air. Okay, gotcha. Elevated position to snipe down at these people. It's very, very effective. Right, it gives me the high ground. I have the high ground, Anakin. Don't try it. <laughs> All right, that's going to be back up to the top. Sam says, Sam the Tiger. Sam is going to move backwards about 20 feet. Okay. And then run back up at the rat. <laughs> okay, does he you get a special attack? <laughs> no. You know the thing cats do when they like wiggle their butt before they try to pounce something? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, he does that before, like, absolutely run it. Why does my thing hate me? Okay. You have advantage as one of your friends is flanking. Oh, well, that makes it so much better. Yeah. Okay, so, because <laughs> the claw hits. And, um, I'm going to need a strength save. Ah. 19? Yeah. That's all. Just, just 14 slashing. He's a yoked rat. What do you want? What are you waiting for me? Stop roiding the rats. Anthony, <laughs> this is your move. Okay. So I was I was reading. No. Always. I don't know. I don't like it when you guys read. Mm-mm. Well, you see, apparently when a creature is stunned they automatically fail strength and dexterity saving throw. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be a strength save to keep its or de- strength or deck save to keep its balance from being pushed off? Is he stunned? Is Dibblesworth stunned? No, but he might be soon. No, oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's gonna run up and kind of stand on the backs of the two of one of the creatures and kick Tibblesworth in the face a couple of times. Go ahead and roll a soccer kick, Tibblesworth. Some UFC fighting shit here. 20's gonna hit. Eight. Oh, wow. Nice spread. Eight's gonna miss. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need a con save from Tibblesworth. That's gonna be 19. Oh, he passed. I don't like uh, I don't like getting asked for con rolls from uh, from you, sir. That does not make Tibblesworth very very excited. Alright, I've got the damage. I believe you have one more um attack with your weapon. If you would like to oh, use wait. it. Oh wait. We have advantage because flanking, right? Yeah, you, you guys are in um, a regular uh, mosh pit with this guy. You're beating the crap out of him. You awesome. do have advantage if you'd like to re-roll that second unarmed strike. <laughs> too crafty. One and a two. Damn. If you'd like to attack with your weapon, I believe you have... I'm not sure how many attacks you got. I think you got two weapon attacks and one unarmed attack. I have I have two just attack actions that I can make an unarmed attack as a bonus action. And I guess I used one of my unarmed attacks as a... Okay, yeah. I'll just use a weapon attack. I have a crossbow in my hand. I might as well just shoot him. You know. My bonus action to shoot him. Yeah. Say it's a flat roll. Usually with a ranged weapon in melee range, you'd roll with disadvantage. But since you're surrounded, I have have crossbow. Ah, I keep forgetting about that. (laughs) Yeah, you just point blank shoot him in the face with your crossbow for eight. Got that. And that's it. Right, back turn. Not happy about this situation, Tibblesworth. Another swing. Hmm. This blind fury is coming into this red eyes revenant. Hiding behind your friends, Tibblesworth won't. Won't work against Tibblesworth. Tibblesworth will get to you, Varius. You won't always be able to hide behind your friends. Does a 25 hit you, Anthony? Yeah. Would you please... Oh, no, instead of dealing damage, I want to do damage. Damn. Uh, that's going to be nine damage coming from Tibblesworth as he tries to bite you a little bit. You can go ahead and reduce that in half as it is bludgeoning damage down to Whoa. four. Plague be upon me. If you're raging, I'm not sure if you're raging or not. I'm, I'm not. not sure I'm not. I'm not a barbarian. I'm a monk. Okay, I, your shirtless character token made me think you were a barbarian. I'm sorry. No, he's just a shirtless monk. Yeah, monk to be shirtless too. That was uh, silly of me to make that presumption. 
Cardius, you're up. Cool. Uh, hmm. Gonna start charging up a similar looking pose, except it's lightning. <laughs> you guys watched lightning crackle at the palm of Cardius's hand. This might hurt. That's How's not a hit? not a hit. Um, I need a deck save. No, oh, I'm sorry. From from everyone in the line, right? I'm starting the line at the rat, so it goes 100 feet behind it. Nice, well cast. He rolled really low. What kind of save? Dex. Plus two, eight. <laughs> Not good enough. <laughs> 23 lightning damage. <laughs> Anything it had is set on fire. Oh, dear. You guys watch this thing burst into a ball of electric fire. That's a problem. Yes. And on fire with an F. A flaming F. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know yeah, that's. Who, uh, God. Um, all right. Anything else, Guardians? Uh, nope, nope. Well played. That's some powerful magic she got slinging around. And you know who drops a great F bomb is uh, that comedian Tim Dillon. Just, just really throws it out there. Doesn't doesn't mind just dropping a big old F bomb in the middle of that, in the middle place, but. I don't know why I'm bringing that up. Probably because I wanted to say that word, but I love I love those people, so I try not to say that anymore because I hurt my friend's feeling one time when I, I was being like a huge one of these e-boy douchebags. We were all at uh, BlizzCon, and I was like a huge jerk, and I just dropped an F-bomb, and of course my gay buddy is sitting right next to me, and we made eye contact, and I hurt his feelings, and I felt like an asshole, so I don't use that word anymore. It's like that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I feel like really there's a slight shit. difference in what F-bomb means. From where I am, am and where y'all are. Because I think I know what you're referencing. No, but no, for no. me, it's the... Definitely. It's... So what Wookiee is referencing is not the actual F-bomb that people are used to. No, I'm not using fuck. Uh, yes, I'm, yes. Um, um, I'll just say it. Well, yeah. Yeah, talk about that. I know what you're referencing. I know what you're talking about. But I was very confused. It took me a second. That was one of those words that changed, like, everyone used to call each other gay and faggot when I was young, and then it just got so toxic, people were like, ugh, okay, I'm done, I'm tired with this, and I'm actually hurting people I care about, so I'm just not. I'm just gonna not. Hey. Sorry to bore you with my lame-ass bullshit wokeness of uh, half-ass bullshit bullshit. That's gonna be, um... Tibblesworth's turn. Back, uh, Cardius just went and electrocuted everyone. Ada Wolf. Just gonna bite again. Add in range to 20. Yes. That'd be 11 piercing and strength save. This guy's looking rough as hell. Thirteen? That meets. Uh, just barely hanging on. 
much That's damage it. did you say? 11? Yeah. Revenants have 136, which means he has this many health points left. Great. So, yeah, he is looking rough. You're watching blood, black, inky, viscous fluid drip down in a... Hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's drippy. Uh, Various. Um... is just gonna stand there and take a ready action for if Tibblesworth manages to get past. <laughs> Your friends are doing a great job of providing a meat shield for you. This is a veritable wall of fur, teeth, and shirtless monk that is protecting you quite effectively. He gave up his bow so he can't really help <laughs> at range. Oh no, you gotta get another bow. Yeah. Alright, so Various ready in an action. Tibblesworth is gonna taunt you a little bit. This isn't over, Various. It'll never be over. Sam? Tiger's turn. Back to the top of the initiative order. Uh. Okay. Well, since everyone else is biting stuff. That is. Yeah. 13 piercing. Tibblesworth is barely standing at this point you can tell like through the gashes and the blood inky blackness running into his eyes making it tough for him to breathe he's collapsed onto one side his arms and his feet not working on that side and still clawing with his working arms and teeth biting into the ground he lunges forward one inch at a time I'm going to kill hey Anthony? It looks so bad. I kind of feel bad. <laughs> Fine, at least get, let him get a swipe at Farius. Just <laughs> <laughs> a little taste. nibble. Just a little nibble, you know? Like... Fairies kill him. I mean, we're not acting like Farius was innocent or anything. <laughs> we'll give him a peck. Like... Cut the guy some slack. Just, just a nibble. <laughs> Come on. Do you like to make a persuasion check to various to Eddie? Come on. No, I've got like a, a one in persuasion. Ah, uh, you never know. I have a zero. Hey, that's something. That's better than nothing. Anthony's just gonna like stand over it and just like like seeing an animal just die and just try to put it out of its misery with with um using his attack action to shoot it in the head twice and then using his bonus action to shoot it in the head again with his crossbow. I'm not even gonna make you roll damage. He's uh yeah. 
Yeah, that's going to hit. <laughs> With advantage, you take the time and like a uh, stunning a cow, you put the uh, the stun gun right up to its head and <laughs> launch a bolt into its brain and Tibblesworth continues to move and squeal and <laughs> drag claw towards Various and you <laughs> launch another bolt into its brain and it goes limp and stops moving on the ground. I don't know why I've always been like love the sound that the bolt gun makes when it like clicks through the uh, cow's head. Oh, it's a great sound. It's very like, sad. Like, like, like as, as awful as it is when you think about the context, it's just like it, it's the death of something. It's just a really nice sound in general. I'm gonna look this up. It's it's a nice sound. Yeah, it's like that same feeling you get from the top of bubble wrap. It's just. <laughs> Satisfying. Satisfaction. It's, it's almost as good as the M1 Garand ping. You know, the ping. Yeah. Almost as good, just the exact opposite energy. I mean, if you ignore the fact that it's killing a cow, I mean, it, it's pretty nice. I've seen them use more for sheep than on cows. I don't know why a person would need to kill a sheep. Typically, if they're diseased or old, keep them from suffering. Just, I think for pigs, they just like hazard them or something. I'll do the best we can to take care of our animals, make their lives happy, healthy, and delicious. But it's a very, it's a very humane way of killing them. It's just like immediate death. Or not so much death, it kind of just... Uh, how do I put it? They're not dead. Well, they bleed brain out. Dead. Oh, it does really causes damage to the brain? I didn't know that. Like, it goes into their brain. Ah. It goes, like, into, like, the middle of their brain. Okay. Think of, like, a lobotomy. It's like I a lobotomy, now. but, you know, I have... the whole brain. I just thought it gave him a light tap and like a headache. I didn't realize you were spearing <laughs> the rain. It's yeah. like a five-inch metal rod launch at just the force. Just to... it's fast. Yeah, you barely feel it. And as you guys discuss the finer points of domestic animal care, <laughs> you guys make it to the other side of the bridge, stepping over the giant rat body of Tiblesworth and. Various, you kind of kick it down over into the ravine, sending it flying, to disappearing into the mists. It's funny, because I was actually going to say I did that. <laughs> well, how do you kick him over? What, you didn't want a snack? No. <laughs> no bite for the road? <laughs> and he just, he just kind of walks up to it. Sorry, Tipplesworth, and then just pushes him off. And then there was one. Wonder when the third Tibblesworth will show up. Well, we can only hope that the third Tibblesworth isn't anywhere close. Good gravy. And as you guys make it to the other side, crossing the ravine and back on solid ground that won't just fall away underneath you and leave you in a vacuum, you look up and hear a
As you search around looking for the screech, everyone please give me a perception check. Four. Cardius, you see it? And Anthony. A dark pressure that you haven't been able to put your finger on, but suddenly makes sense. You look up and through the parting mists and the driving snow, you see a structure built into the mountain, half covered by snow, buried. You would have missed it if it weren't for this momentary clearing in the weather. You see before you the Amber Temple and diving down from one of the towers, the spires rising up above the white snow-capped mountain. You see an enormous bird diving down towards your position. What do you all do? Can I borrow a bow? Uh, yes, you can have mine. It's a long bow. Thank you. Barry's is just going to take the bow and just fire off an arrow at it. This thing is screeching down at you, and as you look at it, you're like, oh, it's a bird. And it gets bigger. <laughs> oh, dear. It's out of rock, and then it gets bigger. So big that this massive thing blots out the entire sky around you, making it night. And that's where oh. we're in tonight's session. Mm -hmm. Okay, I use so many key points. Oh, the key points. Like, I have, I have, I have. That is freaking Rick and Morty song. I saw Chaos Chaos in Joshua Tree. I will love them until I die. Huge Chaos Chaos fan forever. Thank you all for playing tonight. I appreciate it. Good night. Good luck. Good night. <laughs> A good song. Howdy, partner. You know, when I get up first thing in the morning, I look for me a cup of steaming pipe and hot Folgers. Out here, as a cowboy on the range, I've been killing Indians and Mexicans my whole life. And if you need to take their land away from them, you're gonna need a clear mind. And that's why I recommend Folgers. Yes, the best part of waking up and shooting down them dirty natives is having that first cup of Folgers in the morning. The smooth flavor as it washes down your throat. Yes siree, no better way to break the day than with a couple Folgers. That you'll be as sharp as possible when you evict and genocide Native Americans and black people, whoever you need to. Because with Folgers, we care about the humble working wide man. Folgers, waking up in your cup, put it in your cup to wake up. Mmm, Folgers.
Motherfuckers. Yes, if you can't sleep because of the horrific nightmares from all the rape and killing you're doing, then you need Folgers. Folgers will help clear your conscience and get you back to 100% awake. Keep scalping those kids. Burn the black people out of their cities and homes. Yes, with Folgers, you don't need a conscience because you could wake up without sleep. Folgers, the smooth, rich taste of white supremacy.